0: Welcome to the Five for My Podcast. I am your host, Shane Hazen. Coming up this week, I'm joined once again in a kind of sequel episode to uh, our abbreviated and inebriated episode 50 with my brother, Chris Hazen, and we're discussing the only feature film ever to win a Nobel Prize. Oh, I'm kidding. We're just talking. Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, a movie near and dear both of us to our like. What movie did you watch most when you were a kid? This is near the top of our list, if not the top of our list. But first up, what I watched this week, I uh, had two interesting watches. Have you ever seen the 1935 version of *A Midsummer Night's Dream*? It's directed by Max Reinhardt and William Dieterle. I was recommended this movie. If you're not, don't listen to uh, Josh Olson and Joe Dante on the *Movies That Made Me* podcast. Which um, this is a big Joe Dante recommendation and true word he mentions how this is a very gorgeous looking movie and sure enough for a hollywood the stylization in this is really particular especially the dream stuff this is a gorgeous looking movie and also the cast is crazy it's got james cagney mickey rooney as puck uh olivia de Havilland, a very young olivia de Havilland, and dick powell in it amongst others and especially if you're familiar i'm not, with um uh shakespeare adaptations with stars over the years like i really don't think i've seen anything of a shakespeare adaptation before uh the olivier hamlet so it's it's a study in acting styles it's uh uh you know the if someone wants to point out the affectation or the theatricality of a 30s movie acting style doing shakespeare especially cagney in this but then at the end if, you, if you're familiar with the play which for the most part i am not um the acting troupe stuff at the end you just get this like layer upon layer upon layer of acting styles, on top of a very gorgeous movie of Shakespeare from the 30s. So, also, Little Murders. I, I'm I'm curious. I want to say it's Jules Pfeiffer's. It's directed by Alan Arkin, but uh, it's based on the play by Jules Pfeiffer. That this is a movie has been on my watch list forever, and just got put up on the Criterion Channel under their New York uh, New York series, and. I don't know how long I've been wanting to see this, like 20 years was when I first heard about it. Um, I, Jules, I'm, I've known about Jules, I'm a Jules Pfeiffer fan, mostly Jules, I really love his comics. He's come up lately just because he's mentioned a lot in the Mark Harris, Mike Nichols biography. I remember him uh, mostly as a cartoonist because I used to check out his uh, book, The Great Comic Book Heroes, a bunch from the library. And then obviously we've discussed not only in the Mike Nichols episode, but other episodes, uh, his script for Cardinal Knowledge this play i was expecting something different from its title that's all i'll say and it seems like it has more in common with uh rim vacan's uh, into the road which uh for those keeping track i'm still checklisting off more gordon willis movies uh that gordon willis have shot and he shot into the road and little murders so two but it's one of those like late 60s early 70s movies that purports to be about society man and it bites off a lot it gets abstract um i guess i've never seen a production of little murders two interesting adaptations uh play adaptations i saw this week where i was completely unfamiliar with the play and it but it's really elliot gould so there's that to recommend about it it was, it, it was odd. So it, the movie we're discussing this week, Police Academy for Citizens on Patrol. We did not get that drunk for this episode. Um, for those of you who think that is a good thing or a bad thing, just a warning in advance. There's certain movies, to use the Doug Stanhope phrase, that apply to you when your brain is soft. You've seen it many, many times. In the 80s there's a really special breed of those especially for people like our age my age who just the movies that hit us and really defined us are truly dumb movies that once you get past childhood you can easily acknowledge are dumb movies but as my brother and i discuss we watch them over and over and over and i used to have this movie memorized i'd seen this movie so many times the whole week leading up to this episode, I've had the Police Academy fanfare in my head because that was probably one of my first favorite scores, maybe even before Star Wars even. And to feel this strongly and familiar and have these like tender feelings to show, as I will talk about many times this episode, a truly bizarre, dumb movie. You can only do it on a 75th ep- episode, an anniversary episode. Well, here's my brother and I discussing police county for a little of our childhoods and hope you enjoy. Like a ninja. Well, that <laughs> that like was one what... of the ninjas
1: that escaped the <laughs> The fucking
0: ninjas. Oh my god. Um I'll be quiet like a like a ninja. Like a ninja. Like a ninja. <sighs> just, I don't know what the fuck to think about the ninjas. Oh my god I,
1: what do you I mean what, that's not it's just it's typical. I would say it, but it's typical 80s.
0: Well, I was saying before we started recording that I recently watched Pretty in Pink for the first time, very first time, just a few weeks ago, in uh, at the drive-in, and this is nothing compared to Pretty in Pink. Like, man, this Pretty in Pink was pretty fucking bad in terms of like casual racism, but. And the thing is, like for a movie about cops, like there wasn't a lot of African American racism, at least in this.
1: I don't think there was a lot of African American. Well,
0: because all the ba- ba- the bad there. guys, the the uh, bad guys, all the uh, 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 convicts that escaped at the end, or to the T, almost white.
1: Yeah, they were all white.
0: Yeah. Um. When was the last time you remember seeing this movie? Do you remember it? Oh, There's shit. no. Because the thing is, th- that was a big reason we did this. It's just because I I used to say police academy three and four. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 and 2, Return of the Jedi. Were the movies I had memorized for a long time cuz I'd seen them so many times and we were we had them on VHS, Star Trek 6.
1: I do no no, I watched it a lot. Like it was one of those You know, it's
0: uh cuz uh, we're going to get into this. I'm going to ask you about our VHS collection, but if you can see up above my head is our old VHS copy of Star Trek 6. Is it really? Yeah, it's the one dad wow. got let's start off with this um uh before we get into police academy for citizens on patrol um i wanted to see if you could remember what vhs movies was in dad's cabinet because dad we had like two years where (laughs) hbo uh we had an hbo and we taped a lot off that and then dad had the the, it wasn't columbia house but it was like columbia house where you got uh 24 movies for 10, 12 cents, and then you had to pay a really high price for the next I 10. I thought it was a Columbia house. Maybe it was Columbia house. Yeah, I think All they right. did
1: that before CDs.
0: All right, so here's what I have written down that I had remembered. Um, obviously, the one I kept is Police Academy 3 and 4. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a taped one. We had Star Trek 4 and Star Trek 6. Both of those were...
1: Three. I think
0: we had 3 too, or also. You sure? Yeah. Does that I mean think that or... would have... Because this was covered in the last episode with oh, you where no, we wait, did, we wait, watched wait, it at Grandma's. I think it was Star a beta
1: three was at Grandma Hazen's house Grandma Hazen had a beta it. It. yes yeah, she had the beta max of three but yeah. Star
0: Trek III, four and Star Trek 6 were both uh yes. they were bought they weren't taped yeah. Star Wars we had that was yeah. that was bought back to the future was taped because back to the future started uh, a little ways into the credits
1: we also had a lot of um, TV shows taped I remember a lot of Night Rider episodes.
0: Really? Yes. A lot?
1: Yeah, quite a few. Because I would tape them. Well, n- I,
0: mean, I remember go back and watch. No, them you know on. what I I remember is one time I was staying at your house. Whenever uh I didn't have access to HD cable, and I was staying at your house, and I think it's like the third or fourth season finale of A uh, Night Rider, where it's the uh, one of the iterations where they're in Chicago and Kit turns into a bigger car and like transforms into another it like Super toy you can buy. Yeah and i never seen it and then like i saw an hd transfer of it and i was like that's so cool this exists and then i got through the i stayed up late watching and then i was just like oh yeah we when had this on tape. pretty
1: much every season finale of, of night rider was Kit getting damaged or destroyed somehow
0: right car did something
1: car did something one one time he got thrown in a, a vat of acid and they had to rebuild him and then he lost his nerve and couldn't drive and then, or didn't have the nerve to drive like he did.
0: I always remember, I know it was the first car episode, but the one where, like, car it ended with, like, a zoom-in shot on cars, light coming back up after he'd been destroyed. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the stunt, wasn't they just, like, flew into each other? They just jumped, the car they jumped. They just ad- jumped
1: the bridge, and, like, yeah, they rammed each other. And I guess, I don't know if he had better willpower or what.
0: I don't remember what else was on our Back to the Future tape, but Dad, for some reason, had Platoon taped off. I remember that. Um,
1: See, I really don't remember a whole lot. I do remember, um...
0: and I don't want to yeah, blend this into with what we had um, when we moved. Mm-hmm. This is Dad's collection because this is the one where we watched a lot of movies. Um, I can't remember. have uh, field of dreams on there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: A uh, tape version. Now I think that was a bot version. A uh, short circuit, I believe, was taped Both off. All of them. We had short circuit one and two. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I don't know
1: if they were bought or taped, but I know we had. I remember that was
0: Tate because we we took it over to mom's and I, we, uh, okay. we, I watched because I haven't seen short circuit two in forever. But the we one watched that really
1: and... sticks out in my mind for some reason was Barbarella.
0: This is the second time I've never seen Barbarella.
1: Dad loved that movie. I did not know this. Uh, and I don't. I've only watched it a handful of times with him, but I, I don't. You know. watched it
0: with him. Yeah. How was that?
1: It was weird. Is well, it. You know, it was uh, it was freaky. I didn't
0: mean, know this. Uh, this is like my time of watching Pulp Fiction with mom and uh, our. Stuff, well, Dad, I, don't I don't think
1: Barbarella's is just because she was in scantily clad mm-hmm. outfits or costumes the whole time. Of the movie, but for you know a kid watching it, there was a scene where there was like these robotic piranhas attacking her, and that was just freak freaked the shit out of me. You know, I'm just like, oh my god,
0: that's so amazing. To this day, I've never seen it. Mm. Um, I mean, I
1: haven't watched it. in...
0: Mannequin I remember we taped Mannequin off TV Oh god you. I, I'm pretty sure that was, Actually I had a question Mark about oh, it him. Yeah No Mannequin mani- I, uh, I have a fondness For Mannequin um, The one I had a question About was Hunt for Red October Did he have a, Did we have that I think so
1: I think we had A copy Because he's the one That was like You, you should watch this movie And then Of course Then we started Then I watched All the rest of them and um, later on, you know, but Hot, 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 right October, I think was the first one.
0: I just don't remember. Yeah, it was the first. It's yeah, the first yeah, it Jack the first Ryan one. one and
1: then you know, with the Clear and Present Danger and Patriot Games, it Patriot Games. Yeah, yeah.
0: Later and then Ben Affleck took over for some of all fears.
1: Yeah, I remember watching that as I was, when I was older. I don't remember that necessarily as a kid, but. We had a lot of cartoons too. I think we had some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies.
0: That would have been me.
1: Yeah. There was I think we had some animated Transformers. We did have a copy of the Transformers the movie.
0: Did we? Yes.
1: I don't I couldn't tell you if it's taped or was bought. I, I, would, I would think
0: it See, I remember the box, but I don't know if and it It was... might
1: have been later on like but we remember having watching that.
0: All right. Um also before we go into the movie, um, this is basically a sequel episode to our last time, which uh, I tried listening <laughs> to a little of uh, and I have the raw tapes, I'm not touching the raw tapes like I couldn't. That was bad. like it, and I mean I was very self-conscious. Of I, my... I kind of
1: want to hear the last I don't know 10- 15 minutes of the raw just to see what
0: just what... because you do you want to describe how, how I sounded towards the end? Because when I listened to the beginning before it happened, it was still like like it was coherent, but it was still more like I'm happy
1: drunk. No, no, it, it, you were, but it was very quick. Like you were just talking normal, and then all of a sudden you just kind of started talking like a Wookiee,
0: oh.
1: or like job I'm not Wookiee, like a Jabba the Hut. You're just like, <laughs> so tell me about a time when. <laughs> <laughs> thing,
0: walk oh, I'm I'm doing Ewok. Uh, Uh, yeah, it's uh, one of the funny things is, um, it's helpful if you want to get sober to like record yourself when you're drunk.
1: No, I don't think it's a good idea.
0: No, 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 it's not a good idea. Idea. If I did, no, I'm saying like because like afterwards, I didn't drink for a while after because
1: I've seen videos of myself, like uh, people take videos on their
0: phones Uh
1: and you watch it, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm a complete idiot.
0: Fucking idiot. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was a complete idiot. And then you're like, <sighs> then you're like, you start questioning other things, like, how did I get home that night?
0: <laughs> yeah, we did this at my house at least uh, last time, but it was, um and it sucks because I we were in the middle of what I thought was a good uh reminiscence, like we went a little down down a uh, rabbit hole on talking about Nana's house, but like we talk about mm-hmm. our childhood viewing habits, and we were in the middle of it. It was good, and then go Yeah, yeah.
1: Um,
0: that was the reason I brought up Dad's VHS. thing. I was that was one of the things I think we didn't cover on that. I. uh Do you remember anything else we didn't cover?
1: The the cabinet. He was really proud of that cabinet because they had a little lock on it. I don't know why it was such a big deal. I was but, proud of that cabinet. I love that cabinet. Yeah, I think I still. I think I took it. It's at the house now. I think he was Do giving. You guys away. have
0: it. Yeah, I think we could look at. Um, I. uh I just. I, want... I,
1: I was gonna give it to the kids or something for storage and it's i think it's sitting in our bonus room
0: i remember i remember it always felt like sunday mornings you know we had we'd have every other weekend and it was sunday mornings i would get up early and i'd put on a movie well yeah because i still because your dad would sleep into noon on sundays
1: i still remember getting up on saturday and watching saturday morning cartoons okay i mean still religiously even till i was older i just loved sitting down there and watching you know now obviously as i got older and
0: well, I don't it know was, what the hell Saturday morning cartoons are now. Much less have been for years. I don't
1: think years. they are. I don't think it's a thing. But, I mean, you know, it was Bugs Bunny and it was... Um,
0: gummy Bears. Turtles. Um, Not Gummy Bears, was it? Was um, Care Bears. Care Bears? Is that what I'm up at the Babies?
1: Maybe. But I just remember Bugs Bunny. Like, there was always a earlier version of Bugs Bunny and then they had a later version of Bugs Bunny. and Usually that was the beginning of the end. Like, it when you started watching Bugs Bunny, you got up early. And then when the last episode of Bugs Bunny, it was like, okay, it's done. It's time to go outside.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's time to go outside. Get
1: dressed. Go outside, kids.
0: Yeah. Well, dad would get up by that point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, get some lunch, get your ass outside.
0: (laughs) All right. Do we want to go into the movie now? Ah, sure. Sure. The, I I I that was uh that was we just watched it. I don't remember the last time I saw it. I no. I but I've seen it. You. But but you okay, when you we first started, you were like they they, they started out with these shots and um op- the opening uh credit sequence was them driving at night. It was Mahoney and um I forget what Michael Wins Jones. Jones. Michael Winslow's Jones were driving the cities and they just go uh uh
1: They're patrolling looks like well, it looks like patrolling, but they were singing or they were
0: well, the song I looked it up is uh, it is Michael Winslow. It's Michael Winslow and the L.A. Dream Team is the yeah. And but you said I I don't remember this.
1: I I did uh, the sound effects he does in between the in between like you know the chorus. I started after a few minutes of watching. I'm like, oh, this is starting to come back.
0: Yeah, no, no, because when it came back, it came back with Avengers. Yes,
1: yes. Then then you know, especially the. And then when they start singing Citizens
0: on Patrol," like "Patrol, Patrol, Patrol." Oh no! Patrol. And I'm like, she yeah. came back to me a few scenes in.
1: No, I, yeah, different scenes came in, but like the when the, the song when they were singing that part, that's when it's like, oh yeah, I remember this song. I and mean, slowly but surely,
0: the thing that struck me about this, and I, when I was also the other thing I was looking at while we were watching it is that Police Academy has a very—it's I think it, it, the first four all have different directors. I think they all have different directors. They're all sitcom directors. Like, this is so sitcommy. That
1: Oh, yeah. The whole movie is very, very sitcom-y.
0: One of the reviews I looked up, too, also pointed out that, like, this movie is designed for 10-year-old, mainly boys. Good thing we watched it when, like, I would have been six when this came out. This is oh, 1987.
1: I didn't realize that one shot that showed... Um, I know what you're talking uh, about. I don't remember. With we, t-shirt, no bra. I'm like, holy shit, I didn't we even wo- that before.
0: Yeah, we watched that on HD, our old VHS tape, maybe that... Or maybe we just weren't looking for it.
1: Maybe that's we didn't pay attention back then. Yeah.
0: Well, then the craziest thing is the first one, the first place Academy, is a R. Mm-hmm. Second one's PG thirteen, and everyone after that's PG. This was a PG movie. There's like one really? shit in it. And then yeah, because I remember,
1: I thought it's not okay. Callahan,
0: is it? That it w- wasn't wearing the bra. Yeah,
1: Callahan, yeah. Okay. The the female tackle bear is what I always call her. <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah,
1: well, that I guess that makes sense. I it, well, there's some there's some the obviously the
0: games, mature jokes, like mature, more mature, yeah. Past this was, this, past one, this past one
1: was very campy. I'm just like, wow, I mean, it was funny, it was entertaining, but
0: it, uh, it was, yeah, I, I, I mean, you, we we both laughed pretty. I, I did, and then I don't was, know if it's a nostalgia laugh, but we laughed. It, it,
1: I mean, I was entertained for, for an hour and a half, together, it was
0: I mean, you you keep nailing it. It's just like the 80s is so... We were raised in... the fi- t- t- Film historians typically say in American film, the 50s and the 80s are the worst times. And, well, they're the most homogenized. They're the most... Um, no risks were taken. In the 80s in particular, corporations started taking over fil- the studios. Uh, and this movie again is so fucking sitcom um i also noted how many fucking adr jokes there are in this movie where like every like the, the joke is someone off camera saying something which they recorded after they filmed and they edit it and they just make a joke afterwards i mean i had a the old lady this is on patrol uh i forgot. i already forgot her name yeah. um which you go, I remember you laughed at this line when we first saw it. I remember, not tonight, but, uh, now where did I put that bulletproof vest? <laughs> I remember you loved that <laughs> line. I, mean, I don't know.
1: It was just funny. I mean, you've got a lady that's like a 100 years old, you know, her her apartment's decked out in camo, and she's like, oh, I have bulletproof vest. You know, Tackleberry's like, this is my mom. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. See
1: it in his eyes.
0: Yeah. Well, the number of people that were in this movie that um, neither of us, I think, realized that one of the main two uh, citizens on patrol, Young Kids, the Skateboarders. David Spade. Was fucking David Spade. Yeah. Um. The other one was Brian Becker, who was from Fast Times at Richmond High. Yeah. I, I didn't... Just,
1: I, well, I mean, you know, I didn't realize Sharon
0: Stone was in it. Sharon Stone. Like, is, is, um, is a love interest with probably eight lines. Like, she she's a reporter who's following them around.
1: And then... Well, I, I think the funny part about that really cracked me up is, you know, she's like, oh, I'll help you out and she takes over a plane and Tackleberry steals a plane and then the other... The, the whole COP, plane sequence at the end is... is and, Well, no, the, the COP, they just take an ambulance. Like, they're just ambulances hanging around. Like, oh, you need an ambulance? Sure. Do we want to work up
0: to the end? Because the thing is, like, you and I towards the end just started looking at each other like, what the fuck is happening? Like, wh- wh- where is this coming from? You specifically said, where'd they get an ambulance from? I, I know.
1: I'm like, I just was like do they have well, ambulances? but the scene know, or two scenes
0: before that before they get With to the King's air show, him? they have this giant ninja fight on a pirate boat a pirate ship there was a pirate ship in the middle of the harbor and but, then
1: but uh, did you notice though what because I at first I was like, okay the, the Asian guy is gonna fight the ninjas and no way
0: it was Michael Winslow. <laughs> and then Michael Winslow <laughs> had the weirdest way of fighting like he he I don't did he do karate in the other other movies?
1: I don't remember.
0: Well, because what what was really funny about it but is he
1: does the typical.
0: Well, that's where I knew the the kung fu thing of like fu, oh they badly d- d- dub their voices off. Boys, yeah. yeah, and
1: he's like. Rah, 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 rah. I do remember that though. In all the other movies, that he would do that, he would do a karate bit. Bad dub karate bit. Well, well I mean, cool, the cool
0: the thing I I picked out pretty quickly is that he would um, do his own sound effects. And he's in the middle of a fight with someone doing his own sound effects. So you're like, wait a minute. Is he punching someone? Or is he like fake punching someone? Well, the and one, that... It was so bad. The one
1: the, the one ninja came up behind him and he clearly punched his next to his shoulder. And then he grabs hold of him, sprinkles imaginary salt on him.
0: And starts chewing his and arm. And then bites
1: his arm. I'm like, you have time to sprinkle imaginary salt. Why oh. Why this, this ninja just stand there going like, oh yeah, I'm just waiting my turn to get hit.
0: Um, we talked about this uh, again before recording, but Police Academy movies, there was one a year from 1984 to 1989. And I guess they all made a lot of money. The one before this, Police Academy 3, made over $100 million. And they were not expensive movies. And I, I guess the other thing, this is... Steve Four was Steve Gutenberg's last movie. Mm-hmm. But the cast... And there's only three actors who was in all of them. But um, I guess they just... Got to get they made money and they the, all the, the cast got back together because they I enjoyed don't, each I mean, other's company,
1: really. Except for Gutenberg, I mean, what else? Who well, else really did much? The Cree,
0: yeah, I um, mean,
1: not, to be, not to be mean. But, I mean well, I Tim, really the
0: it. one that, that always blew my mind was um, when I read the uh, SNL oral history biography, they talked about Tim Kazarinski. Uh, v- uh, is it Haverchuk? Sweet Sweetchuck. Sweet Chuck, Haverchuk, Sweet uh, is. He only had like two or three years on SNL, but he in Chicago is considered a guru of uh, or a very well-respected improviser and comedy actor. Really? Yeah, and you have Bobcat and him, both who were like with each other pretty big comedy icons right now, or icon-ish I at least. With, they, I think that's why they
1: put them together. It seems like.
0: But the same Kazurski he's just a fucking straight man. He's just—he's not really. There's some stuff at the end of the movie. He's like. A little active,
1: but uh, I mean, yeah, I think because he's just so small and squirrely, I think that's what. And then they put him with you know, because he, he was always the fall guy, he's the guy that you know got thrown at the basketball goal twice. He got
0: thrown twice, he got
1: he just got tapped on the shoulder and fell in the pool, you know,
0: yeah. And I loved how like they cut away from it, like they, they tapped him, he tapped him and he fell in the pool, but before he falls in the pool, they cut away and get another gag in and like. Yeah. Well, the repeating of sets too, or just more, or, or the pool stuff where they're just like, hey, ladies, put uh or um, don't wear a bra when you're in this scene, I'm like yeah, that's the eighties, the eighties, man. Um, one question I've always wondered. So I think these movies were shot in Toronto. The first one was shot in L.A., but the other ones were shot in Toronto.
1: Okay,
0: what city is this?
1: Is it like, like I, they, I, I don't know if they ever say because it because it the, the
0: the the logo, the patch logo they have doesn't say anything. It just
1: says Metro PD. Does it? Yeah, it. it and they, even that's the only time they mentioned it was like they just say Metro PD, like any city.
0: So. As a kid, for some reason, I thought it was Cleveland.
1: I don't think I ever really thought about it. I just thought it was New York.
0: I remember you know. because there's, a, I think it's Police Academy Three, which I, I, I think I, I, thought Four was my favorite, but I think Three might have been my favorite for a while too. But like Three has this big, um, uh, boat chase in the third act. The thing about Police Academy Three as a kid. For me, but besides that, these movies are just juvenile as shit and like really prime for us. Was I think that was the first time I was aware of what a third act is, where like a movie's wrapping up with its biggest sequence, and it's like everything in the movie's been building up to this point, mm-hmm. and like, and as a kid, when you've only seen a few movies, like. This one has all the air sequenced, the air stuff at the end, and I remember as a kid loving that and watching it now, you're just like, where, how the hell did this happen? Why are they doing this?
1: <laughs> it's the
0: 80s. Yeah, it's just more like... I mean, that's
1: what everything, you, everything we don't know about, really, is just going to be answered, but it's just the 80s. I hate to say it, but I mean, it's kinda, I to mean, I mean, where do you go from, like, escape Do you think there's cocaine on this
0: set? What's that? Do you think there's cocaine on this oh, set? Oh,
1: yeah, I'm sure there was. But I mean, how do you go from escape convicts to in town to a country setting air show in the middle of nowhere? I mean, I I, yeah. I know these imaginary imaginary towns where they're just like a giant skyscraper in one block. and next block, it's like corn, it's cows and cornfields. Yeah.
0: And the first one was uh, directed by, uh, I don't, I didn't get the name down, but he worked on WKRP in Cincinnati. And I think people like generally, the first one has a little bit of a critical acclaim or was like, at least liked, but everyone progressively went way down. Police Academy Four has a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. yeah. Um, Harris Harris was the the uh, uh, I forget what his rank was, but the the bad guy of the movie. Oh, that... uh,
1: Captain.
0: Is it Captain Harris? He
1: always was a rank higher than everybody else, so he was you know threw his weight around.
0: I learned the word pissant from this movie as a child. <laughs>
1: i just remember move it move it move
0: it <laughs> everything i remember move it move it. do you remember when he's just like choo 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 choo
1: i think that was just for that one every
0: yeah. one of his fucking line readings or or like walking in the shower versus the clearly uh marked exit door
1: well it, it just it just it's that was the slastic part of it because it's you know between him and proctor you know he he yells at everybody and then leaves all his uh you know, deodorant and everything, just laying out for everybody. And then of course, you know, deodorant Zen to mace and turns, it turns into mace. And then two minutes later, the next scene, Proctor comes in and busts the guys are playing basketball and then goes to the porta a pot and takes the shit out in the middle of nowhere. And then gets the to construction the... crew yeah, to agree to, to like drop, right there.
0: drop the porta potty into the beginning of a, of a football game. Yeah. That's I don't know a well-attended football. I don't know game.
1: a crane that can reach from a construction site over to a, a football game. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And he's okay with, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: cool with this guy. No problem.
0: We're, we're not going to get in trouble for no, this. Just no, that, no, no, it, no, no, they no. They haven't done the national anthem yet. It's, it'll no, be it's fine.
1: It's good. It's good. It's it's a stunt.
0: And by the way, we're, the cop said it's okay. So we'll drop the porta potty in and we'll lift it up. But we noticed you're taking those bolts out. So we're taking just taking
1: the pins out of the bottom. So we know that's going to be something. I did laugh really
0: hard at Proctor reading Archie. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: that was kind of. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, wow, that's I mean that goes from eighty eight to eighty nine to dated even more. So
0: this guy who directed it, uh he was mainly a sitcom director. I'm sorry, I I I it's not the best episode if I can't remember the guy's name. But his one other big feature credit beyond sitcoms, which would be something to us, is uh Mr. Bill's real life adventures, a feature of Mr. Bill. Really? Yeah. Um, one weird thing I noticed at the very opening shot for something a movie I'd seen a thousand, thousand times is an editor it's, they use an editorial trick that I used to use all the time, which and get in trouble for, where basically where you need to extend a shot, what you do is you'll take the shot, say so you don't have you need enough space on it, you play the shot out, you'll cut that part, and then you'll duplicate it and then reverse it. Mm. And then after you've reversed it, then you'll put the original shot back. So it's like back, forth, back, forth.
1: So you basically make a panoramic of it,
0: kind of. Um, mm-hmm. But you extend it, and because the thing is, the first shot it ends in a zoom. So like, then they play it out when the zoom happens. But to get the opening credits in it, you just look at the water, and it's like the water moves a certain so, way, then it moves back, then it go, moves.
1: Back. Going back to your question a minute ago, where you thought it was shot at, to me, you know, all those opening movies that had a big skyscraper in the background and mm-hmm. water in the foreground was, to me, was New York. You know, it was the Hudson River. When you were a kid? Yeah, that's what I always thought of a movie like that was something um, like this. To me, you know, when you ask where it was shot at, I just assumed it was New York.
0: I remember lamenting a while back, or a few years ago, <clears throat> that's like, why does every fucking generic Hollywood movie have to open with a helicopter shot of uh, a city skyline over water? But this was not that. There was a still shot of that. Um, how much ball humor was in this? Like, the, we and once we're, whenever they were the shooting dog like and like I hear wedding bells yeah that was
1: really that was it, it was no,
0: no 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 because there was also whenever they were doing the shooting targets and she got a uh, um tackleberry's big gun she shot uh, she shot out the crotch of the of the target oh uh,
1: yeah she did she did was that was that supposed to be a ball humor joke or was it just like that's where she you know I thought it was there's more
0: no of a, way you can have like that that is, that is that is a very like, deliberately you know,
1: this... pit- 100 year old lady shooting a 44 magnum and (laughs) whoo flies back into the trash
0: but you if you get a ball joke in you get the ball joke in and 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 like it's clearly the shots in between the legs oh yeah yeah um the, the blue oyster bar gay bar i guess is a recurring thing through the whole series but it makes its appearance here
1: i think it's in several movies i just remember seeing the blue oyster Okay. And it was the gay bar.
0: That was actually probably the more, the most, one unco- well, of the most uncomfortable modern thing in the movie. Otherwise, it was like... It, but it was so
1: stereotypical. Guys in leather. And, yeah. You know, they're in a dark bar and a, or I'm sorry, a dark alley and a bar in a back...
0: Well, also then the, the, the uh, they take, a, they um uh force them to dance with them. Yeah. They just, yeah. Yeah. They
1: didn't show the anal sex. I mean, it would have changed the rating a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess, I don't know if that was in all the other, but the uh, sequence with um, uh, oh, Bubba B- Smith's character. I forget his name, but when he does the voodoo character, Oh, God. and then they have the slasher guy come back to life. Yeah. Well, I, I can't, I can't say this enough. What the hell?
1: Yeah, but I, that was the one I did when that scene came out, or when I showed the scene tonight. I was like, okay, I remember exactly what happened here. You know the, I remember okay. Even down to the yama,
0: yama 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 I do remember the Yama 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 Um And it's Joe just... Boo <laughs> But then like this Jason slash uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing Comes up A Tackle Barry you And a mask and Yeah You can take out the mask now
1: Oh you can take out the mask now Yeah that was Yeah I That's a That's a dad joke right there Of anything <sighs>
0: We, you turned to me about a certain point And you were just like How many times Have we watched this
1: oh my God. I still can't
0: figure out How many times We watched it
1: the, But we watched The same movies Over and over We did and over. I mean we very rarely well,
0: Your kids, kids watch The same movies Over and over When they were they kids They did when they were little Now Isn't that a kid thing
1: Yeah Yeah they did When they were little But I mean You know we didn't Really go to Premiere Or anything like that Or Blockbuster When they became Popular and get movies on a regular basis. So I mean, it pretty much was just watch what you had.
0: Uh, see, I misremember. I, w- w- it would have been. It was National Video. Then it turned to Premiere Video. And Dad used to. That was a thing when we were dads. We'd rent uh something from Premiere.
1: Mm. I still remember doing it as much. Really? Yeah, but I mean, now you know, talking about the kids or my kids now, you know, yeah, when we they were younger, they watched the same movies. But now it's, with streaming services, it's just right there. You know. But your fingertips, I mean, they watch so much.
0: I remember The Big Coup was, uh, it was like a Friday night. And you remember in the, when you went to the VHS, like, especially when the movie came out, like, the popular movies, they get a bunch of copies, but they'd still never get enough. and they but didn't take enough. And I remember getting, Termi- finding the last one of Terminator 2, and that's when I saw it. Because I didn't get to see Terminator 2 in the theater. I don't remember where I saw Terminator 2 at. Didn't Melanie take you to go see Terminator 2? Our step, our stepsister?
1: I remember I being I saw... jealous
0: cuz you got to see Terminator 2 in the theater and I, I wasn't able to. The
1: I was like that's, you know. I remember Terminator 1 scaring the shit out of me because of the end that the animatronic terminator. You know,
0: yeah, you have a thing against a, a stop motion animation. Still bugs me
1: even claymation today, I, like it freaks me out. Mm. Like it was just that. And you passed it on
0: to your kids too because I think uh um Mackenzie and Ashley are, are a afraid. little
1: a little bit not as not as bad as I was. I just remember like you know, you could show me the biggest scariest gruesomest animated thing right now and i'll be fine with it and mm-hmm. even cgi i'll be fine with it but you take it and turn it into claymation nope i'm not watching it it's like peewee's big adventure we, heather and i were talking about the other day
0: your wife heather yeah
1: and uh uh the large marsing
0: scene. hmm yeah you know, I no like, nope. i, I, think, like, I she, think i have a similar reaction or... she was
1: talking about watching it again because it was the or what first... about
0: twilight's on the uh, movie the opening with uh that's just a scary scene hey you want to see something I don't remember that one. You don't remember that? No. Dan Aykroyd and the, um, it's, um, it's a D- Dan Aykroyd and Dave Thomas. You want to see something really scary? You don't remember that scene? It's Albert Finney. What the fuck?
1: No, I don't remember. That. I don't remember if I ever watched the Twilight Zone movie though. Mm-mm. I watched some of this. Oh, like, now I'm
0: almost tempted to just like, before we leave tonight, let's no, both pull that up on YouTube. No, no, oh, no. it's a fucking scary scene. Yeah, I'm good then.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm good. Maybe I'll brave it some other time, but.
0: Do you remember the titles from Dad's cabinet?
1: No, not really. Yeah. I sh- we should because the damn thing was full. It was full. There was like three or four shelves, the- and it was full.
0: And it really was from this like eighty four to eighty six period where they had HBO for a little while, and they taped a lot of stuff off of it.
1: Is that where we got a lot of our movies from? I guess it makes sense.
0: Yeah, we won't. We won't. I I, I constantly bring this up. Um, we watched movies from the the weirdest worst decade but at the same time that's that's how our sensibility came out Ghostbusters would be one obviously we Ghost take Ghostbusters was yeah, it was we like, watched that yeah, Ghostbusters tape over and over and over
1: didn't we have several episodes like Fraggle Rock too
0: that sounds right I and Fraggle we... Rock's like an HBO show
1: it was an HBO show yeah and I think we taped some of those that would sound
0: right because it'd be a kid show we'd want to watch off and of HBO didn't
1: they tape I don't know if they taped them but I remember watching on TV on Friday nights was my device I could have sworn they taped those, some of those too
0: Sounds right. I mean, it's funny because I don't. You re, did the rewatch of Miami Vice. I know. I, I just haven't. remember
1: sitting down, like when I was a kid, I would sit down and play Legos and watch Miami Vice.
0: Well, didn't we used to do the thing where they'd want to get home on Friday nights to watch Miami Vice? Mm-hmm. Miami Vice was Friday nights, wasn't it? I think, yeah, I think so.
1: Because that was the night I could stay up late. So it had to be Friday. It had to be Friday or Saturday.
0: I think the last thing I have about this movie is that it. Um, it's such a weird, like I always used to associate it with Porky's, but it has like Animal House and Stripes. Like th- they treat the police like the military for all this thing. Like the they they stay overnight at all of this stuff. Um, there's there's a lot of weird military sequences in this the film, and that were like Jeez. I don't think police academies work this way.
1: I don't see. It. I just see just a lot of stupidity and slapstickness. You know, it's like the this,
0: the sitcom vibe I got was being desperate for jokes. Like, they were constantly trying to make the most obvious joke. They would, and again, the ADR is, like, put a line offline, have someone fart. 80s seem like they have so much ADR flatulence. The, the, and the thing that was really formative to me also from this was the ninjas and the skateboarding. Because the skateboarding with this in conjunction with Back to the Future, which I'd never really gotten to skateboarding, but I wanted to.
1: Yeah. You did a little bit, you did a lot more than I did.
0: Yeah, but not much. Yeah. I had friends who were more.
1: But I remember, you know, like this one, maybe they were just trying to come off a win from Please Me Three, you know, and then just do one out real quick and it just wasn't really a good movie.
0: Well, I think they're all the same level, man. They all have diminishing returns and like it was what
1: yeah, you say yourself, Police Me Three made over hundred million. So then they're like, Oh, we're they're sitting on a win. Pretty much they got that, you know, the writer's like, Oh, we can write whatever shit we want and people are gonna buy it.
0: Yeah, or the studios automatically Like we're we're putting this out no matter what. What kind of stuff did we not cover in the last episode that you wanted that you thought about?
1: Uh, I couldn't tell you because I went much farther behind than you on the drinking part. Were you?
0: Wow. Okay. Because I mean, mean I, I was, guess I guess I was too far gone.
1: You were pretty pretty. You were pretty uh pretty toasted, but I mean, I was just I was getting that point where I was starting to get sleepy.
0: But you want to keep going, and oh, like... I mean, it
1: was good. Yeah, I was like, I was in on a roll. Whatever you are talking about, but at the same time, I knew as soon as I would stop talking, I'm just like, okay, this couch is looking real good right here.
0: I mean, we we went down the Aunt Arlene. Um, we talked about the stain over there and what we watched there. Uh, we talked a lot about what we watched uh, whenever oh. everyone would get together to play cards and. I
1: I, I remember we brought up some of the. Um. um Nana's house on the river.
0: We talked a lot about. I almost wish I'd cut that stuff because it was not movie related. But we talked a lot about Nana's house. We
1: did, house. And it, yeah. It's not. It's still not movie related, but
0: <laughs> we talk because I don't remember shit about Nana's house.
1: I asked Dad a little bit about it the other day when I was over there talking to him and got some more information. And, um, but it, um, the after she passed away, you know, Grandpa had offered it to him. And he said if he was in a better financial position, he would have bought the place, you know, as like a, you know, not really a summer home, but a place on the river to have.
0: Really? Yeah. And we, we went over to the house yesterday and we're having hamburgers. He was Mm -hmm. telling me today that, um, he, he, the hamburger, the way he put, uh, prepared the hamburgers uh, yesterday, he said his grandma, maybe he meant Nana. I don't know if he meant the other side, but he was saying that, um, he hates the way they're packed when they're given to you. And like, he just wanted to take the raw, the, the, the raw ground beef and make a hamburger of his size. He'd mm-hmm. like some bigger. Because his grandma used to do it.
1: A lot of people make, make their own patties.
0: Right. But I'm saying he did it for, I, I yeah. assumed it was neat. They ice. were good. They were Although good. They were good burgers. Yeah, yeah they were real good. They were good burgers.
1: I just don't remember ever seeing really dad doing much grilling growing up know someone to see him grilling now yeah. I mean, i've seen him grill
0: last couple of years you you know he yeah, had that specific way where the i, was, I asked you about it's like do you grill with the um silver sheets and the uh little tinfoil yeah tinfoil and everything mm-hmm. yeah well i mean i haven't gr- I and mean, i said i haven't grill up and i haven't but
1: touched. i do get i do go down to like storing it the, the pre-patty stuff a lot of times it's easy it's just easy to throw them on real quick you know well like when the kids have got something going on we're in a hurry we're busy it's easy to just throw something on the grill real quick and
0: what, back to movies. What are the, to movies. what movies do you remember watching most? Because I need my five, and I remember we had the same ones taped. Which ones did you do? You remember watching too much?
1: Um. Okay. So definitely, uh, Star Trek
0: Six. Star Trek Six is ninety one, dude. You would have been thirteen when that came out. I understand. I watched. Or fourteen.
1: It. Yeah, I know, but I would come home after school and I would watch it like every day. Okay. Like before you would get there. And I would do my homework and watch Star Trek Six because I I just love that movie. And then uh, I bought I did, you
0: that poster a few years ago too. Yeah, I
1: know I have that up in my office mm. at home. Um I did watch it seemed like Short Circuit seemed to pop up a lot.
0: We didn't we didn't bring this up I don't like on the episode, but we we watched Short Circuit or maybe we did, but we brought Short Circuit with your your son Ethan and it was it was a funny window to watch this. He
1: was surprisingly he surprisingly took it better than I thought. He thought he would just be like on his phone or ignoring. There's him. a
0: certain goofiness and just kind of um... I don't know, no set of no stakes, like like nothing matters in the eighties, like mm-hmm. everything's a consumer, uh, free fall holiday. Yeah. So sitcommy, just so. oh,
1: they, but everything back then was so sitcommy.
0: If, if that's if that's a really First out, like it just seems like going for the joke, really desperate for the joke.
1: Yeah, I mean, but these were all movies we watched too. I'm sure there was just as many movies out there that were more not content that we weren't. Of course, you know a lot of movies we weren't allowed to watch,
0: but oh, that didn't matter to us. We figured we watched what. Yeah, yeah we, did we? We
1: were, we were younger though. I'm saying.
0: It's so weird how easy, like, in your kids, like, they can watch whatever they want. Parental, the parental controls aren't that good, but, like, we followed it. But then, like, I think we talked about this on, on the last episode. Mom would still let us accidentally watch RoboCop. Oh, the first time I watched RoboCop was in Indianapolis with with my cousins. See, that's not what I remember. Yeah. I remember us watching it, uh, renting it. Mom letting us rent it. She let us rent it? Yeah. I remember
1: watching their basement. Up in Indianapolis. I think I
0: remember... I, I've watched it in their basement, but I don't remember if that was the first time.
1: I'm pretty sure it was the first time because that was when he got his... Uh, I remember I almost got sick to my stomach when that the toxic waste guy... Got uh, ran over. Or, yeah, exploded.
0: He he got he uh, got filmed the toxic waste and turned into liquid and then... And um, then
1: the cop car hit him and he kind of just like
0: exploded. You almost got sick to your stomach? Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: I remember that. We were recording this on Labor Day and I was thinking... Just today, like norm back in the day, we would have been driving home from Indianapolis to visit our cousins almost every year. Yeah, yeah. would have been would have left this morning or this afternoon. Yeah. Um. And you know what's funny?
1: I, I know this is not movie related, but I remember as a kid just thinking a trip to Indianapolis was a long, yeah, long Same. trip. You know, like we would stop somewhere around Terre Haute, and I was like, okay, I gotta get to Terre Haute. You know, then I get out. It was and
0: a struggle because then that's drink. a two hour drive.
1: Yeah. And then get to Indianapolis and it's another hour and what, an hour and 15 minutes, 20 minutes from Terrell to Indy, something. Yeah. That's... It was all
0: relative because my Austin drives were 16 hours. Yeah. I would love yeah, exactly. a three hour drive.
1: Now you're just like, oh, a... You drive up to Indianapolis without even stopping, get there, do something, to turn around, and drive back.
0: Well, I was thinking the other day about the number of drives you have that you have pretty. We were talking about this because I, I was telling you I drove back from Chicago recently on 41 and mm. just the drives you got memorized. Oh, yeah yeah well it's even funny now that they got the interstate going you know
1: mm-hmm. i had it especially going up to visit mckenzie or even going up that way i had them 10. The, you know the mile markers memorized to where i'm going to pull off and where i'm going to go 69 and...
0: in particular is just there's nothing going on for That's long so swath boring. and even though it's a, such a faster drive and a great great glorious fast drive mm-hmm. Just well, it's, southern Indiana, there's nothing going on.
1: It's all interstate. It's faster speed limits. It's it's nice, but yeah, it's right. It's just it's it's boring.
0: I think we've given up on talking about movies. <laughs> the think... last the last line thing I had written down about uh, *Police Academy* four was I think the first laugh where I was like, I'm back to this movie. I remember why I love this movie. As a kid, I don't know if I can be into it. And I think both of us laughed at it. It was early on in the movie. Was uh, don't you ever touch my balls without asking? <laughs> I did. Love- it's the like it's, it's so such stupid. a milked look too after he says the line and then like the rest of the pol- the police office just kind of like stops what they're doing to look at him.
1: Well, I don't even know what those things are called the the
0: the balls the, um, ball, the uh, metallic balls that kind of bounce back and forth. Yeah, it's
1: supposed to be something for stress, but mm-hmm. you know I'm like that's such out of place item to be in his office of all places. And of course, you know Proctor walks up and starts playing with the ball, and I'm like, oh, here comes
0: the ball joke. There's so that's why it was like there's ball jokes all throughout this. Mm-hmm. You point this out too. I guess this is the last Plays Academy Four thing. Uh, Tony Hawk.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was one of the skateboarders at the end. The
0: skate because the the influence of the skateboarding sequence I loved was, um, for starters, it's so crazy. Watching this in H or in a in a Blu-ray format, you could see the stuntman pretty blatantly, but like oh, you see
1: the haircut's totally different.
0: Oh, yeah. And then, but then, like, you realize in the skateboard sequence now, especially, it's like, mm-hmm. this is David Spade as a really advanced skateboarder?
1: Yeah. Well, the one thing I really thought was really, and I don't know if this was all 80s movies or just this one. Like, you know, nowadays, when they roll credits, it's like, they they named maybe the top. Five or six uh-huh. big stars, and then everybody else. Well, this like, is a big cast. They're this on top, I know, but everybody else gets grouped together. Like they'll, it will come on the next screen and have like four or five names. Uh-huh. This one, they took turns and gave everybody their two seconds of.
0: They, they do that occasionally, but I mean, um, the, the the style of like see it much Showing the like um, the a shot of the person as they the. Yeah, but
1: even the skateboarders, they showed them all in a row rolling down a road or hill and then they would as one of them would you point this out because i missed the screen, it it would change the names and then next no like their next name next name next name and then finally i was like oh shit that's tony hawk
0: yeah tony hawk was the the notable one i got i didn't recognize that i do yeah i did not recognize
1: them, but it's why sean white wasn't in there
0: I wish I had listened to more of that episode again, but it was not too deathly embarrassed to listen to that episode. It was
1: good up until the point where it wasn't know, until it got to,
0: until it's not being good.
1: It was good up to the point. It wasn't being good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, it, was I, good, it was a good stroll down memory lane, but, in... and
1: that's the thing. It was just, I know it's people, some people listen to it and be like, Oh my God, what are, what are they rambling about but for us? It's, but that's a podcast. Like, no, I've I I told you this. I
0: got compliments on it. Really? Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, the people, how people form the, their movie viewing habits is a part of all this, and this is the, the, for, but, 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 for, and you and I have this great as being brothers. What's great about this is like, we can do the Rashomon of like figuring out who remembers what. Yeah, but
1: even even nowadays though, I mean, our our movie viewing habits is so much different than each uh, from each other. Like you.
0: Actually, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Why do you think that is?
1: I, it's just uh, well, that's a hard question
0: it's a very hard Why question do I
1: think it is well it's just it, as i got older mm-hmm. it was something I, I just got less and less interested in it. i did more
0: and then i turned professional on and it. you
1: turned professional and you i mean you had you had a much more interest in it and you say it was your profession it was less and less my profession and you know i obviously started you know i Started having kids and family, so then I started watching a lot more cartoons and hmm. and sitcoms and and just I think it's just you know uh, just our different different. It's just it's it just we, it, I just enjoying life.
0: But we had the same taste for a long time. We Pretty cool Well, or did we? Did we always have it? I don't know. I think you still
1: because you you know you were much. I remember. Okay, so let's break this pre-teen, down. Preteen,
0: preteen. I, I well, remember I thought teen, we had the same.
1: Well, yeah, preteen. I don't know, but well, there was the, there was the age difference. Preteen, it was just, uh, it was Legos, it constructs and <sighs> guns. Come on, man, that was pretty much
0: it. Well, there's also I was going to say the age difference was like, uh, mom pointed out just how obsessed I was with like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and like, yeah, I was really scared of Freddy Krueger.
1: Yeah but I remember not wanting to watch any of those kind of movies when I was a kid. But, you know, as even going into teenage years, you know, you got more into music, you got more into,
0: movies. but you got into, you were, you did, you, I mean, you, you, yeah, but as soon as
1: I, as soon as I had an opportunity to get my license, I jumped, I, I dropped music. That was, that was my defining moment. of when I decided not to get out of, you know, doing any kind of, cause I was thinking about doing something else, but at that point, I was so bitter with it that, with the uh, teacher I had at school, and I was like,
0: "Really?" It was the teacher.
1: Eh, not the teacher, but that was the that was the final straw. Like I asked him, I went in one day and asked him, said, "Hey, you know, I am need to take driver's ed," and I said, "I don't have enough credits to take anything else or drop anything else." I said, "Can I drop out of orchestra for a semester and come back?" And he's like, "If you drop out, you can't come back."
0: With this was in high school. This is in
1: high school, and so I guess it might have been my sophomore year
0: well you were in 16 so
1: yeah know. well i was 15 and a half so that was when you could take driver's ed and so i was my sophomore year second semester i you know and so i was like well if, you know i said i want to come back and he's like if you drop out now you can't come back and i was like okay i have to decide whether i want to drive which is something i that was something i really really wanted to do just you want to get wanted, out of the house i wanted the freedom i want freedom want to get out of the house i want the freedom so or do something that really i wasn't i enjoyed but i didn't really enjoy to a point where it was a make and break. I remember so,
0: asking you if you ever thought about getting back into it just recently. You're like, not at all.
1: Not at all. No, and, and ironically, I guess I really, once I got driving and moved on from playing the the bass, you know, it, I didn't realize how much. You were
0: in an play. upright bass too.
1: Yeah, string bass. Yeah, i was the six foot, seven foot. Well, bass. cause
0: you're, you're, um, your youngest two children are still pretty significantly involved in music right now mm-hmm. yeah but
1: even even then once i got out of it i i didn't look back i mean all i wanted to do was drive and then i started getting more into um start getting a little more into actually well that was a necessity fixing stuff oh like well i mean you know i had that piece of shit blazer so it was always breaking down so then i had to learn how to fix stuff like i I remember changing out a water pump, and I remember working on the car, learning how to do carburetors and um, minor stuff, but they put a lot of just, that was out of necessity because I just didn't have the money back then. to.
0: Well, our uh, our, uh, paternal grandpa was an engineer. He went to school after uh, World War II, and you originally went to school for engineering.
1: I started engineering, yeah.
0: And that didn't work out? I didn't like it, no.
1: Um I went into computers after that. Okay.
0: No, I was, because I was, I always was curious because like there's a certain amount of drawing of talent that's remained in the family throughout. Yeah. Of course, you know. Drafting. No, I did enjoy drafting.
1: I really enjoyed drafting the mechanical part of it. Um, But I just didn't have the, (laughs) I just didn't have the, I don't think I just had the patience for engineering, sit down and.
0: That's that's definitely. I I think I don't think you've ever really, never really was sat down and watched me edit, have you? No, yeah. That the patience for that shit is. See, I don't I don't.
1: I know that as I especially over the years, that's one thing I will pick on myself that I just don't have the patience to really dig. Now, some things I will if I really really. I was gonna say, inch- would
0: you you have patience for things you you enjoy?
1: Yeah, I do. But even then, I get like even some of the stuff at work when we used to get back in the day when I really really would dig into some projects even at work, some of the stuff I would just hurry up and try to get done. And then some, some of it really, if it really, truly interests me, then I would really dig into it.
0: Let's get back to the answer the question. Why do you think our our, ch- our taste diverged?
1: Uh, I think that answer, I think that what I just said kind of answered it. I just, our, our, our tastes in different aspects of life changed. You know, I got more, more mechanical. And mm. less into the art side of it, so movies just kind of fell by the wayside. Hmm. You know, I still enjoy figuring stuff out. You know, I, I you know, I, I obviously don't want to take car, part of a car now. But
0: I, I remember there was a point. I was when I was still worked in the movie theater, and Peter Jackson's King Kong came out. And I remember that was the point I started. using. A, you as a barometer, where I thought a movie was going to make a big blockbuster was going to make money, because mm. you were not interested in seeing the Peter Jackson King Kong, and I was no. super excited about it. And when you and that was when I realized, oh, I don't think this movie's gonna be a hit for people. Really? Mm-hmm. Just because you said like oh, I don't know. And ever since then, it, it's been pretty consistent. Yeah,
1: but we've argued over movies, movies, money making movies for years and years and years. Uh, like uh, I know we, we joked about the Fast and Furious movies, and that was one of the, one of the jokes we've run over the years that you are know, like those movies are shit, and they are shit.
0: But I don't, I, I, I kind of like those movies now. I haven't seen all of them, but they
1: but they make money, that's why well they movies come out with number nine or number ten.
0: I don't nine, know. Fast nine. Yeah, which I, I still haven't seen. In movie, well, it
1: was kind of like the same thing with like the Michael Bay movies. We talked made fun of I think some of the Michael Bay movies when he was early mm-hmm. Transformers, mm-hmm. Bad the, Boys. You've seen almost
0: all the Transformers movies. Yeah, nice. I yeah. gave up after I think the third one.
1: Uh, actually, I gave up after I think the third or fourth. They were they got really bad.
0: Well, one of them like is a cool three D movie, but that I couldn't I
1: guess the the third one was the one where they blew up Chicago. I think that and sounds that was, about right. Yeah, that one was a good movie. And then after that, when they switched to uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg, it just it just went downhill. And then it became almost
0: see. This is I. Uh, this is
1: because I think I watched. one... This is
0: Greek to me. It's just I, I
1: watched one other after that, and it was I was sad to say, but it was almost just find some young girl, put her in a short pair of short shorts, and have her you know flop around on set. What what, what, what And then have some guy with muscles, which is Mark Wahlberg. Hold a gun.
0: Was there a certain point where, like, your movie taste had to be like, what is everyone in the family going to want to watch? Are you still picking the movies? Because your family has followed. Like Ethan loves like Transformers movies too. No,
1: I no. I think when when they were younger, when they were younger, they would we would watch movies. Obviously, kid oriented movies and movies they wanted to watch. But on the weekends, we would take them over to Grandma's and maybe grandma said that was the time for me and Heather
0: would go out. Was that the Did you just want an escapism at that point?
1: Not necessarily escapism. Just sometimes it would just be like, okay, there's a movie we want to watch, but it's not for kids. We don't and we want to enjoy having the two and a half hours to ourselves and not be disturbed.
0: I kind of want to see if there's a non-blockbuster you and I have liked in the last like 10 years no. together. Oh no. We'd have to go
1: through every movie we watched and
0: Well, what's your favorite non blockbuster movies?
1: I couldn't even tell you. Okay. I honestly I honestly that's a question I really i I could not answer. I mean Yeah. Non blockbuster movie that
0: Well, I mean a lot a lot of what I've I've viewed of your viewing habits is basically what's on T V at the time.
1: I mean, and that's just kind of, that would just kind of fell into just because the kids were watching it, you know, I, I kind of put my stuff, plus you, you know, I well, mean.
0: Let, let me ask you some big movies and see if you've seen them. Do you have an opinion or do you care or you have not seen them? Godfather. Have you seen Godfather?
1: I've seen Godfather. What'd you think? Uh, I, I actually, so I'll tell you a story about the Godfather, how I watched him. Okay. Which is kind of you know, funny. So when I was working down in Tennessee and I was working on a, uh, midnight shifts mm-hmm. and so it was very very like just super slow we basically what we did was we were just waiting for something to break and um so we would we would be there we would have, they would have someone there basically we always joke we have a warm body at work just in case something broke and they would hit somebody available ready to go
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the flip side for the person that was you there, watched a
0: lot of media at this point right you were watching i
1: got i caught up on breaking bad that's when you got me the CDs for them. I watched Breaking Bad.
0: I think there was a lot of TV overlap, but not a lot of TV movie overlap, overlap. But anyway, overlap.
1: so one one week, I had never watched a Godfather movies, and I had decided I was going to watch all three
0: in a week. How how was it?
1: It it was of course now granted it was middle night, so a little bit of sleep deprivation kicked in, but they were good. But at some time I thought they were just a little bit long and and slow, mm-hmm. and so I don't I didn't see
0: the what everyone was talking about. Yes,
1: you know. I mean, it was it was a good storyline, very mm-hmm. good storyline. You know, and I you know followed along.
0: Have you watched many black and white movies?
1: Uh, no, not really. Okay, because um, never really been.
0: Well, speaking of slow, you ever watched two thousand one?
1: Parts of it. I don't think I've ever finished it.
0: I remember when I finally got around to Blade Runner. You had seen it before I had.
1: Yeah, but it was one of those. I you you thought it was weird, but you it didn't. Was very weird. Yeah and i never did and i think i watched it when i was younger i might have watched it with like dad or mom or somebody
0: you no you're right um when we um i remember when i visited you in college you were watching the gods must be crazy you showed me that gods must be crazy it's a... It, no. yeah um I, well the the one overlap of like there they are still blockbuster movies but one would be the nolan movies like i remember watching the batman nolan movies you and i were, we're yeah. big into those
1: but those are blockbusters
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, the last movie we saw in a theater, well, actually, I don't know what the last movie we saw in a theater oh, together, God. but for the longest time, we hadn't seen a movie together until we watched Star Trek Into Darkness. Really? Yeah, in Memphis.
1: Well, I mean, that, yeah, granted, for years and years and years, we were in different cities. I mean, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was kind of a joke. I always made it a big deal. Like, if I saw a movie before you, I was like, damn, I made, I break up got this movie before Shane did. Well, I was, now. I was it's... excited because, like, I'd call you up, and I'd be like, Hey, I just saw Did blah, you blah, ever hear me
0: the like bored, like, oh, I'm not interested in seeing that?
1: I mean, there was stuff he would you tell me on the phone, like I'm gonna go watch this. I'm like, Well, you tell me how tell me how it is. It was always a tell me how it that is and room, I might think I'm about really, it. Yeah, yeah. But then there was like every once in a while I would be like, Hey, I saw this. You're like, Oh, I haven't seen that yet. And I'm like, Fuck yeah, I made a movie for you did. <laughs> it was so it was almost, it was well, so but what's sad is
0: between, Star Trek happened. is such a big deal for us. That is still an overlap that like even though I don't you and I have different views for what Star Trek is now mm-hmm. like but um Star Trek into darkness you think is a shitty movie, right? Oh, it was a shitty movie. Okay. It sucks we had to watch a bad Star I mean, Trek together. I mean it was great. No, it's it's, it's it's JJ Abrams. So like JJ Abrams' movies are always so good while you're watching it in the moment and then it's the the Documented phenomenon everyone talks about. is like ten minutes after you get out of the movie, you're like, "Wait a minute, that didn't make sense." That was, stu-
1: but you know what? I actually, honestly, felt that way about the last three Star Wars too.
0: Well, like, I, don't, I, I, re- I really them, I don't like, want to go down the Star Wars rabbit hole. I know. I don't, I don't. Of the, the, the last Star Wars movies. Yeah, you know.
1: But as far as the Star Trek, the Into Darkness, it was because the first one them. is
0: really cool. The first JJ ever's one is really fucking good.
1: See, I just didn't like it
0: Really? Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, the... The, the Rise p- of Star-
1: Skywalker. No, 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 running. Star
0: Wars. Star- the first J.J. Abrams, Star Trek.
1: Oh, Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah, no, yes, you're right. The very first one was... A, his his first... I st- think where he screwed up on the second to darkness was just trying to rebuild a story that was already built. Yeah. In, in, in fact, he built a story that was already built well, you know. Yeah, Green and, and he, he also
0: didn't seem that interested in it.
1: Then, to hand it off. Because wasn't that? Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't that the time he just got the contract to do Star Wars?
0: uh it's close i think i think there's um i remember there was a big deal whenever they announced him be doing star wars but yeah
1: oh yeah so it, but i mean even the star wars he did all did, did a great job but that's fine if you don't want to do well, the, well darkness... the reason i wanted
0: to avoid star wars is because everyone has an opinion on it and no one seems to be interested in developing consensus on the opinions on it yeah Everyone's just like I feel like, and then they t- they the, the original movies mean so much to them, so they're just like, and they start naming like this movie should have done this and this and this, and you're just like, I that, but they didn't.
1: Yeah, we could we could talk a whole episode on just that alone, probably of why I feel why I feel this type thing type way of being, but um, yeah, I, I still think he should have handed it off to another director. That if he well, I know him,
0: the the one thing I think actually, is the closest director, to
1: writer just.
0: The one consensus thing I will say is that the, the the argument I've been making about the Star Wars prequels is that it's pretty clear that like they didn't have an overarching idea and like they, they missed out on George Lucas being a unifying vision, even if you didn't like that vision. And so you had alternate alternating voices doing them. So they, they felt disconnected because of that.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, and then I don't know. If maybe there's some I, I felt too. some of it was just to make money
0: yes Um, unfortunately all right dude chris hazen thank you for talking police academy for citizens on patrol with me citizens on on patrol, patrol